Check. Mics are hot. Mics are checked. This is our first take. Seems to be working. This is Koozie, joined here by... Yavid. Also known as... Yavid. That, those are both true. Um, we're here to do something that uh, we pretty much do anyways. Yeah, it's an easy, uh, easy thing to do because we were already doing it, so... Whether we're sitting around the house or on tour, on like long drives or whatever, me and Oljevit here. Politic. Politicking, as they say. Try to have some discussions that might go beyond what your average discussion would, would, would dig into. Whether it's about. Your average discussion, I think it's beyond because I don't choose to have average discussions with anyone in the media. So this would right. be. Right. You don't like to, or is it because they just don't ask? Is it because most journalists just ask you the same thing over and over? Well, it's because they're not journalists. They They say they are. Yeah, yeah, that's the truth. But anybody can be a journalist, right? Yeah. So it's more compared to a bunch of seven-year-olds who have diaries, which they call journaling, and that would be the same thing. But no, it's well, it doesn't do anything. I guess it's pointless. There's no reason to. But talk it seems to them. it seems like people still like to hear what you have to say. So maybe this will be a good outlet for you, but also a good source for for the people. Yeah, they to seem hear to. Some things. Friends of mine have been asking me to do this for like four years, and four years ago I didn't know what it was. But it takes me a long time to warm up to the idea mainly because I have to hear from a bunch of people that they, they want it before I agree to do it, I guess. Right. Cause before I don't you know it's not a waste of time. Right. Well, no, because I don't think people, I don't uh, necessarily think I'm that interesting to where people want to hear those types of things, you know. I okay. don't just take it, I don't just assume that I'm so interesting that you can sit and talk and people will listen. I know that that is how the world is, but... I don't assume any of that shit about myself, so. Do you feel like that about your music as a vocalist, as someone who's... Okay, so you think that your music is interesting? No, 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 I feel the same. Oh, you feel the same, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think either way. I I know it's good, but I don't assume that other people think that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a... I don't have a good finger on the pulse of anything outside of my very, very... Small nucleus. Sure. Which, understandable, right? I mean, as anyone that's read your book can probably attest to, your upbringing has been a little bit different than the average person. Again, did the book because people said to do it. Okay. I don't don't listen to anybody, but it's kind of like the the more you hear it, you you think... uh, Convince yourself it is a good idea. Uh, Not a good idea, but worth doing, I guess. Well, you don't want to do something and then have no one, anyone who who writes a book. It it seems to be a lot of work, so you want people to read it. Like when you make a record, you want people to read it. I'm completely okay with no one listening to records or, or reading books, but you don't go and print them or record them and publish them and package them and release them so no one hears them you know you right. do it so people hear it and 
I never assumed that anyone wanted to read a book, I, especially the book Music and a small amount of people, but the book, I didn't even know that people were reading them still. And maybe they are, really aren't. You know what I mean? Maybe They're it's a shadow box collector. Right, right, right. <laughs> looking for photos and shit. So it looks like know. it's red when they put it up on their shelf. Exactly. <laughs> so something that I wanted to ask you about, I was looking at your Instagram. This was a couple of weeks ago, a couple months know. ago probably. I know you're yeah. big on the gram. We'll, we'll talk I'm about your feelings big. on the gram another time. But uh, you were in Acapulco, Mexico. And, yeah. and you had posted a picture with the caption, real rock stars don't exist anymore. Yeah. So that's I'm, how I'm feeling. I'm just curious, as, as someone that's in the rock world, quote unquote, what, where did that come from? Was it something that was spurred by your Mexico trip? Did you see something? Or what, is it just a general feeling that you've had for a it while? Was the, it, was, it was, I had had the sentiment for a while, but... You know, I was looking out. I was sitting there in a pool full of pesos with dozens of mamacitas or whatever. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Travis cliff. Scott for Mamacita. Yeah. That's a hot track. Scott was Scott was playing, and it was a scene that I I had believed and thought that, but it was it was a scene that reminded me of it. To be fair, I didn't. I can understand how you you might misinterpret it, you know, but because there always have been rock stars, I guess. Right. You know, uh, you could do what today's journalism does, which is just you know clickbait, hot take type of journalism, where they they kind of transplant the terminology and do these weird thought experiments. They'll have these rhetorical questions in the headline, like. Was Mozart the first rock star? You know what I mean? You got to click through three pages yeah. to get to the, the headline answer. Yeah, he might have been, you know, but I, w I didn't really mean it like that. I don't really enjoy those the hot take stuff because rock or stardom was not really paired together back then. I don't, I don't like, here's a side idea. I don't like transplanting terminology and morality and things like that okay you know how everyone in white america believes that the, if they were in germany in 1943 they would have stood up for their rights right. and just stopped hitler right dead right. in his tracks because they have their post hoc 2019 morality when in reality of course they would not have done that um, they'd be doing what they're doing now and doing the equivalent of sending a 1940s off. tweet yeah, yeah. <laughs> writing a letter Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, four out of five Nazi reporters. So that means if you had a, you know, your household, you would probably have a, three or four informants just in your house. You right. Know? So it's not likely. Anyway, the point is, I don't like to take the modernized term and then throw it back 400 years. Sure. Because that doesn't seem to make much sense. So rock, the term rock star would have to start with rock and roll. Yeah, I guess just in my thinking, yeah. It doesn't have to do anything, but that's the way I was using it. So I didn't want to like use it. You know you've heard it used a hundred times, like rock star entrepreneur. Right, or rock star businessman, or rock that star sell so salesman. Corny. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So you, they're just taking the term and they're ruining it for everyone. And we, 
this this term is a big deal. And I didn't want to use it saying that I was either. I was just saying that that ethos, that attitude, and that spirit, which seems to be what I was getting at. Because common people think the their nephew that plays for 200 people at the bar is a rock star. He wouldn't say he was, but... Right, but and the then family. they also say that, you know, Taylor Swift is a rock star. That's what CNN says, you know what I mean? So it's anyone just plays music and has some type of success or, or has some attention, but I didn't want to use any of that. I kind of meant that attitude, that that kind of spirit, because to me that's the definition across the board of that of that attitude. It it comes out externally in these physical manifestations in whatever way, but it seems to me that that kind of attitude acted out physically would be the metric that you would want to weigh it by, you know, because it's, it's all kind of relative, right? Or if someone is a rock star or not. Yeah. Cause in the fifties, you know, it was Chuck Berry and Elvis, like Elvis just had to shake his hips. Right. And people thought that was racy as fuck. They right. thought everything was popping. And then, so I think that's probably a good place to start because of that transplanting that we don't want to do here. But as the decades go, um, it takes more and more to, it's more of a, sh- than the shaking of the hips to kind of get the crowd going. So aside from it taking more and more, it is a relative term that kind of is getting hammered over the decades. But what I meant is in this world, this rock world, this rock thing, it is not so present as it used to be, I guess. Okay. Why? I guess why, right? I mean, because there's still rock bands, even though the music is different than the 50s, 60s, 70s. Is it the people that are playing the music have changed, or is it the people that are listening to the music have changed? I think it's both, yeah. I, I, it, it's, it's a sad side note that I really don't appreciate, but you know how in business your audience has a opinion on your product you know right. you'll do Customer a beta feedback, right you'll do a survey. beta you got your stuff and and you make your adjustments and in silicon valley it's common because they'll make a, you know minimum viable product and it's you know feedback for years and you get these pointers and you get this type of thing that everyone kind of helps create cuz you have to see and use things in practice right it's a product for people so they want people's feedback music is really not that i don't think but it has became that and i think since everyone has their platform and their soapbox their their twitter and their instagram or whatever their facebook it's that's what the quote that's what the quote kind of means the spirit is is kind of gone and it is with the audience and the people doing it alike. I think everyone has changed as far as general generationally, you know. Um, and that rock star stuff still exists, but it's it's migrated elsewhere. And I think it's it wasn't overtaken or overthrown through some type of conflict, you know. 
it's a change of opinion and a change of the times, I guess. It's a change of the time. It's it's if this guy trashes a hotel room, he's an asshole. Right. And it's going to be all over uh, the pseudo-journalists who run their pseudo-articles. Well, and anyone can post a, a thing online and say, oh, this band did this, they're canceled. And if exactly. it catches on, it just, that's what it is. Right, and we know that firsthand, right? And it's just, and that's what it is. It's 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 that spirit. So if this guy slept with a thousand girls. He's a douche. You know what I mean? Which I really I really hate that word. I don't use it, but that's what I hear people. You right. Know what I mean, if this guy's into all kind of kinds of drugs, he's a loser or whatever. These are the pop culture judgments permeating into the scene. So that's why that's why I think it's different. It's because the people that make up say rock music, the younger generations. They're real square, and they're cynical, and they're snide and white and elitist and passive-aggressive and suburban and politically correct and really, really non-confrontational. They're like soft puff balls of Adderall and soy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of crazy, though, right? Because I've always, you know, when I was younger, rock was viewed as the music for outcasts. It was kind of counterculture, right? But now it's become everything that it was counterculture against. You have to yeah. have, you can't just like come in as, as like a, a quote unquote newbie, right? You have to know like the history of it or else you're looked at as not a real rocker or something. Yeah, but at the same time, I think no because of the instant fact check that everyone has in the Google. Right. It, no one, none of them really know anything. They're, They're just all armchair experts. Yeah. And I, th I think that's really what it is. And I think it it's really disingenuine. And it's not it's not truly who they are. It's a group think. You know, it's a mob mentality or a tribe mentality where that isn't necessarily who they want to be, but it's uncool to be someone else. Like it, today it's un obviously uncool to be racist, which which it is, but you 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 kind of fall in line. It gives them some somewhere that they feel like they fit in. It's a bit of a, an identity, but I think they're doing it. Um, it's it's not called for. It's not real, I guess. So, and you see it played out kind of in fantasies. It doesn't seem to be consistently. It's not consistent, and this is this is the rock star attitude to me. This is my definition: is that what you say and your message and whatever it might be. And this is all fiction writing aside and character writing aside. I don't, it almost doesn't count, right? But what I'm saying is your actions aren't necessarily pragmatically consistent with with what you're saying. So that's what bothers me the most. So, for example, if you're in a death metal band and you're a singer and, y of course, they all have stage names, you know, which is kind of counterintuitive. But... They always have these corny names like the bringer of death. Right. But <laughs> they've never really brought death to anything aside from their cell phone battery because they're <laughs> taking <laughs> mirror selfies with their cats. So <laughs> it's 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 like which one is it, you know? Um, because it seems it's it seems disingenuine and it's it's not really justified either. For example, like, you know, gangster rap. Everyone's into that shit. But the second biggest genre 
the other 50% of the world likes non-gangster rap. You know what I mean? Right. So why I say that is I don't I don't believe you can't go somewhere, do something, or be just as successful being true. Right. So that the bringer of death, he could not be the bringer of death and be just as successful or, or, the, or the gangster rapper that is a good rapper but blows up being a gangster rapper because he thinks that's what people want to hear. That's where he fantasy plays his fantasy games. He could still be just as successful by not being that. In, in, in my estimation, in my, my cases in point would be that the other half of the market is made up of that. Right. That there are endless examples of people that have done that. Is it kind of just because, I mean, you can't really prove it one way or another, right? Because if, if someone blows up being a gangster rapper, there's no way to say that they for sure would have blown up not being a gangster rapper. Yeah, I think it's called this. I think it's called the dual universe theory. It's like okay. you can't say it's a it's a I I believe it's a it's a it's a cognitive bias because I always used to blaze the A and R at at the label for this because when something worked, they could say it was because of the three things they suggested during the process. When something didn't work, they say it's because of the three things they didn't suggest. But it's all post hoc. They're just it's retroactively. All it's all retroactive. And what's strange about that and how you know it's retroactive and how you know that it it isn't real is because they don't have the manual. No. They can't do it whenever they want what to. What label do you know can break a band every time? Right. You know, we know that's the thing we know about them all. It's like SoundCloud rap when people say, "Yeah, if you put some tattoos on your face and get get the colorful hair, you'll blow you'll blow up being a SoundCloud rapper." It's like you know how many SoundCloud rappers there are that have just face, exactly just that. as many face tattoos and just as colorful hair, but you've just never you've heard, heard of about them. three, and there's thirty million. Right. That is not a good odd. I would rather do anything else in the world than it's that. It's almost like the music industry is a trap, right? Like people say that thing, like, "Oh, you put the tats on your face, you'll blow up." Yeah, but it, you don't ever hear about my boy put tats on his face and now he he's didn't blow. and now he's doing working at McDonald's. Y you don't, and you never do. And someone said this shit to me before too. They said something like, "Yo, are you doing hip hop now because it's more successful of a genre?" And I was just thinking, "What the fuck are you talking about? Are you moronic? <laughs> you think I can switch genres and become more successful?" I mean, if that's the case. Uh, wouldn't they? Why wouldn't? Why don't? I should have well, wrote them back. Like, why don't you? Hip hop what? was more successful of a genre ten years ago when you started, King. Right. <laughs> it's but, not like it's now all of a sudden. But they, besides that, they just discount all the work you have to do. Right. Because they hear the success stories and all the other stuff, they just think if hip hop's a more successful genre, probably anyone doing hip hop is more successful than anyone doing rock. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Although it is more successful, you can look at the online metrics, even as a fan. You don't have to be on the inside. I know you have, to have no login information. You don't have to have any of that. You can look. It's kind of like when people say when you do the slower songs, you're, tr you're selling out. That's a crazy term to me. It's crazy when you're a metal band like us and you look at the reception of the slower songs and they're all less popular. Right. Or when we go 
play them live and people just talk and over no it one and cares, scream right? to play other songs. So it's like, nah, when you're known for X, Y, and Z, you make X, Y, and Z to be the most popular. And that that's pretty much all the all the all the bands that are on a treadmill do. They make that same record that people want. We make the ones we want. And like I said, jumping into hip hop or whatever it might be, you think that's a good career move? What person do you know has... I don't even have a blueprint. I'm right. not going off of anyone. Who the fuck's done this? Who do you know has... If anything, it's a risk, right? Gone what, from metal to rap? Or yeah, just gone into rap it, in general? Yeah, just gone in from from where I was sitting. It's, it's, it's a risk, which is why I was kind of drawn to it. But it's, it's crazy that people have that, that way of thinking where jump in and be more successful does that even it's, it's you can't of, just flip a switch right or else you would have flipped it a long time ago if that's what you wanted right and, it, and and if you didn't if apparently this person had the insight then why don't they or what they're, what is your that armchair thing right they think that they they can't do it but that someone else can because of whatever reason that yeah. if they tell you, hey, you should you should do this, right? They're kind of uh, ushering you into it, facilitating it for you, maybe. Yeah, it's just it's just super weird, especially when you're known for these certain things. Those those alternative looks and those views are are less popular, and and they are they are in every way. They are in streaming. They are in physical sales. They are, but we continue to do them because that's what we want to do. People, people don't realize that's what we that's what we've always done, and we we kind of got off on that tangent. But I think it comes back to this this quote. Me and Random always say it's from Ridley Scott. This isn't the quote; it's a paraphrase. But he says something like, "Whether you're too ahead of the curve or whether you're too behind it, either right. way you lose people." And I think that's the finesse. And that is as far as where rock is. Where rock is 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 in a pitiful state because because of the people that make it up. I don't think it's it's very healthy. And that finesse is not being. It, it's just groove delusion, kind of. If you, because if you, and I'm not talking about rock star, um. Nikki Six, Molly Crew type, you you know I. I do like that, but do it doesn't have to be that. Though, but do you think those guys are rock stars in your definition, right? Yeah. That classic idea of trash in the hotel room, getting the groupies, rocking the show. Like, is that yeah. rock star? I, I only think that they are because that's what they talk about and lived. Right. You know, if you read The Dirt or if you're into into the crew at all, you know that it's it's all pretty consistent with the wh- who they truly were. Like they weren't doing that because it was like, hey, let's be rock stars and do this. They no were just one, doing that. Right. No one has an star. article or no one has an expose where they where they said, you know, when we turn the cameras off, Nikki uh, threw his business suit <laughs> on and went out the back door. But what I mean is, it's not. It doesn't have to be that. It's just that. It's it seems contradictory me to want to join this genre this against the grain this fuck you type of thing but carry all of your very very counterculture to that genre and its roots 
beliefs with you into it. And I think that's what's happened and that's what's going on. And again, I don't think you have to trash hotel rooms. There are a bunch of rock bands like Weezer. I think Weezer is the shit. They don't. You think that Weezer, Weezer are rock stars? For sure. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, one, they're all in. Okay. You know what I mean? I don't think you have to fuck hoes and, and trash hotel rooms to be a rock star. What I'm, what I'm talking about is being pragmatic, I guess, is whatever your spirit is, whatever your ethos is, you're that. You're just staying true. And these people aren't true, man. You you listen to their fucking stuff, and then you see them, like I said, um, taking selfies in the mirror with their cats. Right. That is not, and I'm not saying you everyone ain't a human being, but, I mean, like I said, there's you're calling yourself the bringer of death. It's like that uh, black metal phone black call metal we li- you call. listened to, you showed me the other day. Where he calls up the dude looking for true. a black metal band. Yeah. Is true though, isn't it? Right. It's some white suburban kid who's scared of his own shadow. To be fair though, you don't have to be a rock star to be in a cool rock band, right? No. There are a bunch of not cool rock stars and they make good music. Yeah. It it, it really doesn't matter. Right. But w- what I was commenting on was what drew me into it, what I loved and what this special thing that we had doesn't exist anymore because a bunch of squares who have a real conflict inner inner conflict and a real identity crisis you know get into this and their hands are tied basically like i'm gonna go be in a metal band i'm gonna go be in a rock band but i can't do say or live any of this you know what i mean i can't even use the word bitch in a song because my girlfriend will be mad at me. I can't talk about some foul shit we might have done because, you know, I have parents and I to answer to at the family get together on Wednesday. I can't um you know what I mean? It it's not consistent. It doesn't it's not consistently lived. So so you don't have to trash the chairs and you don't have to do all that shit. But stop talking about it. Stop talking about how you're gonna kill so and so and do what's his name. You don't even kill animals. You're a vegan. Get the fuck out of here. You ain't killing people. Just and and I don't I don't care if you're a vegan or you're a serial killer. But don't be making shit up. I guess it comes down to that pragmatism and that lying type shit. That 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 shit really bothers me. And I don't even want people to be similar to cuz a lot of people that talk to me start conversation with that like uh, we didn't have the same background growing up, and I don't, da 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 but just so you know, you know, I really like, you know, and I'm just like, the fuck does that have to do with anything? Right. Most of my friends didn't either. Half of the people I know still today, you know, all the friends that did have the same background, not a lot of them around. Right. So those bitches are dwindling. So that don't matter to me. I don't think you're cooler. Even if you're from Flint, you're... I probably did something wrong to you throughout my life, so I probably really don't think you're cooler or you don't like me for something, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It is a it is a real, real strange thing, and I do think with the times and the way things are, the real PC generation, all these are just suburban white kids and getting into it. I think it, it it's really tough to do because um, 
of course you don't want to be the wildest thing. Like look at something like Gigi Allen or something. It doesn't work at a massive scale. It doesn't, it's not, doesn't apply to the common denominator, but something like Madonna does. You know what I mean? Right. She she had the finesse of the appeal and the skill and the talent of music and things like that. But then she was a little risky with the with the wardrobe. A little sexy. Right. And to me, that is more rock star than Gigi Allen. Because Gigi Allen was a pussy ass bitch. You know what I mean? That motherfucker had to get fucked up to do anything noteworthy. And he was he was beating up on his fans who were there, you know, they kind of put him on a pedestal, right? Like, yeah, well, aside from that though, what that was a that's a real conflicted ass dude because he was trashed sixty percent of the time when he anything he's known for he was high, right? Right. So when it's almost like the inverse of what everyone else is, so when he sobered up, he had to be that person to be consistent with who right. he was the majority of the time, who was an inebriated person. So that ain't true. It ain't even really who he was. He was just a junkie. Playing a character. He was of, playing a character. Of who he was sometimes. And he was kind of trapped in the character because his his sober self had to be consistent with the character, which is why he was never sober. That's not a Ramstein. Right. That's a fucking clown. So I think that is why a lot of that stuff kind of migrated out. It, it's it's been around for longer. I mean, after the crew was Nirvana, right? To me, that was even more rock status. It was, it was, because uh, Nirvana was like the crew. Besides, they didn't hairspray their shit or do the right. makeup and stuff. So it's the same exact thing. You think Nirvana was rock star status? Yeah, they were okay. rock star status. That was real life. That was a real thing, um, and it was what everyone was waiting for. Basically, it's like the hairspray, makeup. Um, tight leather jeans, da-da-da-da-da. But then 10 years later, it was, we're not going to spend all that time getting ready. We're real fucking. But it was, it was the same thing, though. It was, it was trash some shit, ruin some shit, do some drugs, fuck some girls. Yeah, yeah. It was, just, it was the same thing. But the look was, wasn't there. You know what I mean? So it was, to me, it looked like the same thing. in hip hop, And it was the same thing in hip-hop. With Biggie and with Tupac and with all that stuff, that was, it was all the same thing. It never rung to me as something that wasn't true. You know, same with Metallica, same with Pantera. Regardless if you like it or agree with it, it it, it was true to itself. And these days, people don't even know who they are to even be true to themselves. You know what I mean? They are who those outward pressures. Right. Who, you're created by other people's opinions. Yeah, and you and it, it reminded me of a a time when we were on this. What was it? A couple tours ago. I said, um, I was backstage and I was doing the intro. I was in the microphone doing the intro. Yeah. And and there was a bunch of band dudes staring at me. There's like twenty of them. So what the, the fuck are these so band much. dudes doing? Right, like. Am I in their way or something? I don't know. You know, so they're listening. So I'm just not the most comfortable. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw out a fat word. I say it into the microphone. They all lose their minds like it was the craziest thing they've ever I seen. I do remember that. And 
then they tell me afterward, you know, you dropped the F-bomb, you know, and obviously I don't care about sexuality or anything like that or gay. It was nothing, it was nothing like that. It was, it was towards people in the music industry, you know. And, uh, well, that's what the line is. That's what the line is, right. yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, that's what it was directed towards. If someone is listening doesn't know that. It wasn't doesn't have anything to do with sexuality, and and they said, you know, we could never do that. Our fans would da 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 da, and you know we and and I don't think they want to do that anyway because it's not who they are, right? And and it's it's really insignificant, stupid, but it was really strange that when he said that, I realized he considers what his fans think. Kind of how how do you even do that, right? How do you consider a bunch of people's opinions and whom you don't know? If you're just starting out and say you have no fans, who do you consider? And then, then I realized, oh, it's everyone. Because how does he know publics. his fans fucking don't care or not? Right. How do, he doesn't know any of that. Well, what he's saying is everyone. I'm adhering to everyone. I couldn't do that because anyone might not like it. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm in the wrong spot. I need to get the fuck out of here. And then you started making hip-hop music. <laughs> well, that was just... Yeah, I had been doing that before King. But well, I was I, that was the first music I made because it was the easiest. You didn't need any right any instrument. You didn't need a... It was just you could rap. You know, there was no mic and there was no shit. You just rapped, you know. That was... When I was a kid, that was what... You know, it's in the book. Buy, you can just buy the book. <laughs> but really... Um, I always had had that going, and one day I, I I realized there was a few hard drives full of music, and I, and I was kind of thinking, well, we can keep putting out these records, or I can just try to spice it up a little bit, you know, continue putting out these records and continue doing the thing, regular schedule programming, but also uh, make it a little more exciting, start doing. Uh, bunch of wild card shit that people are going to hate me even more for. Well, it seems like people are of this impression that because you're working on anything, whether it's hip-hop or anything else, but mostly the hip-hop thing, that you're not working on King stuff. But that's just not true. It, yeah, it's weird because we put out an album every couple of years just like everyone else. I think we put out more music than everyone, right? I mean, we had a cassette, we had a vinyl, a couple mixtapes, we had there's no band that even has that. Right. Um, has done those things. And in, in the span of you know, five years, all these records or whatever, I uh, I don't know, I guess, what to, what to say to that. Well, it's, it's like people don't consider the fact that, like you said, hip-hop, now it's at a higher level, but it's your voice over a beat. And you can go and knock yeah. out 10 songs in a studio session. Whereas a King song, there's layers and upon layers that you work people with people, right? Right. You know, most of the time you work with, you have another, it's a collaboration and all that shit. You know what I mean? And I was just going to say, there's stuff that people haven't even picked up on off of the first album. Yeah. The, you know, there's, there's still stuff that people haven't dug into yet. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was. I kind of just wanted a different, a 
I didn't want to be that plagued, I guess. There was it was a few things I wanted to talk about other things too. And I didn't want to I didn't want those people um to I don't know not be disappointed or let down, but I wanted to label it correctly. It was going to be it was going to be hip hop and there was going to be a beat or whatever. I didn't want to try to sell that to king fans, you know right. what I mean? Because that seemed to be irresponsible, I guess. If I was going to make my own project and and it didn't it I didn't want it I wanted it to be separate anyway because I wanted people to know for a couple reasons. Number 1, it's not king so you're not a fan of it. Listen to it and if you like it cool, but if you don't it's King's something different. So it it'll be out of your queue, it'll be out of your way. It's 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 you can make the decision. But number two, to talk about different things, explore different things, and 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 then finally to expand, to maybe reach people that didn't want to hear that screaming my head off, and and for also for times that I didn't want to be screaming my head off. Right. Twenty three hours out of the day, I don't. The majority of me doesn't. Right. So this is that mood, that vibe when when that's not present. You know what I mean? That's not my mode so i wanted to because why would i want to make another project for the same people not right. that they can they can fuck with it if they want but what would be the point it would just be another king like you said another king album that would make some king fans upset because it's not traditionally king or something you know right but it, it just feels like, why bother anyway? Right. Why wouldn't I just do twice as much King albums? It, you're not getting anything. You're right. not, but I was trying to stretch outward, you know? I was trying to appeal to different types of people because that's what I like. You know what I mean? The stuff that I turn on when I get, when I, the stuff that I listen to, this, this is what I like before these drums and these guitars and all these other shit came along. Stuff that I like is just, just me doing my thing. You know what I mean? It's not uh. It's not so wild, I guess. As far as to me, it's you have drums, you have bass, you have guitar, you have all these, all these things. It's 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 a lot. It's overwhelming. You know what I mean? I don't know how else to put it. But even when we go on tours and shows when we set up, when we when we do all these things, there's so many cogs and there's so many moving parts in a band. Right. Any band. Yeah, which is which is why I think that business is kind of I don't want to call it declining. It is on the decline, but it's leveling out from the humongous business that it was in the fifties, sixties, seventies and eighties. That downloading that streaming kind of like gave it a gut check and now it's kind of leveling out and it's it's a lot smaller now and something that is a bit more efficient like hip-hop is rising because i believe it's overhead because you can just if you do a hip-hop tour for example a, a, a rapper can do it by himself with a literally. thumb drive he brings a thumb drive right on tour in a car if you do a band tour, you need the band plus the exactly. crew plus the sound guy plus you need a trailer this and you and need this and, and you yeah and it doesn't mean one's better than the other. It's I'm just, just a saying as far as overhead goes, 
it costs a lot more to do a rock show than it does a hip hop show in any event in any at any level from a local level you know first off you're, it's almost like travel hockey as opposed to basketball right and when we were kids it's all the equipment right it's all the equipment when i was a kid i couldn't even fucking get equipment but i could rap like a son of a bitch you know what i mean so it's like that's basically the to me it's an overhead thing the, the the business is leveling itself out because it's more efficient so take the uh the actual definition of the word rock and star out of it right do you think that these hip-hop kids that are calling themselves rock stars are they on to something? Are hip-hop people the new rock stars? You know, Post Malone's got the number one song, I Feel Just <laughs> Like a Rock Star. Playboy Cardi starts the song off, I'm a rock star, you know? Uh, are these the new rock stars? Or is it just a hot button? Well, I think that I think the attitude's migrated. I don't, to, to be completely logical on the term, I would say no, because they're not rock. But as far as the, the attitude... Yeah, I would I would say yeah, you know what I mean. That's where it's went. It's went to a bunch of kids who just flip their cell phones open and say what they think, right? And it's not really, you know, when when rock was, it was always like fuck your parents type of thing. You know what I mean? The rock thing was rebellious and all this other stuff. It's not like that anymore, even in young groups. And hip hop is like that, and. I think it was because the, the spirit changed. The kids didn't leave because they were getting antsy. They were following the spirit of something that's real. It is so crazy that people think that that rock shit's real. Right. It's, it's so contrived. They're like just stuck in, stuck in the, the belief that a rock is automatically more authentic than hip-hop. Right. Hip-hop's a lower lower tier of music or something yeah which is it's really strange because i think everyone suspends disbelief once a song begins and it doesn't seem to make much sense as far as authenticity goes but that spirit's just not there that just speaking from my perspective that's why i don't enjoy too much of the more modern. It does, there are exceptions to everything always. And I like a bunch of both, but I can understand why it's not so, you know, I'm, and no one's passed the torch. You think you still do have Manson, you know, but you still, you, you still do have Kanye. Those are, those are a bit older examples, but they exist. It's just the spirit is kind of moving around, and I, I, I think that's where kids are following it. That's why you see those demographics following that hip-hop. That's why hip-hop's big, because that's what the kids like. Whatever the kids like. You know, that's what? It was grunge, it was punk, it was hair metal, it was, it was rock, and, rock and roll it was what the kids liked, you know, in the 50s. So do you almost think it's... It, it it's just moving through a phase, right? Like in 10, 20 years, it won't be rap anymore. It'll be either back to rock or something totally different. Yeah. 
I think so because I think hip-hop is being gentrified as well. I don't think there's any such thing as the culture. I think it's a bunch of rich white people, and everyone in the crowd is white, and it's all white money, and people are talking about the culture, and they're wrong. And it's the very, very, very minority amount of people are actually in tune with or have a say or have a seat at that that type of table. And I do think it is is going towards ruin because so many kids in their bedroom, you know, that's that's what you always hear, like a kid in the bedroom can make a number one album. And that's cool. I hope I hope everyone kid in their bedroom makes a number one album. But you have to realize that it comes with some things. You know, if if all of that stuff happened in, in all these other genres, what do you think the future of hip hop is when all it is is clout chasing? All it is is looking like the next guy. And no one no one's really checking anyone's no one's got their past no one's g checking you can just anyone. say anything you can say anything you can and, be anyone right and the more successful you are the more it's okay and is, do you think that's just because of the people that are listening to it don't care right like yeah at the end of the day you know i'm not trying to sound like the old head who's like yeah it ain't what it used to be when Pac was around but it's not it's you can say anything you can can be in any gang do it no one's out here checking because it's just a bunch of white kids at shows right wearing these t-shirts doing all this stuff it's you think they give a shit it's 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 their entertainment it's not their life they go on youtube to watch it from their nice safe home they don't have to live it at all if if it were ever brought to them it would shit in their fucking pants i uh i saw a rapper a few months ago and before the rapper went on they, they just had a dj playing the songs right one of the songs he played was Kendrick, Good Kid, Mad City. And it's just cra- it was at a, it was in a white college town. And it was just all white kids in the crowd, all just screaming that song about toting choppers and you right. know, having the doctor on speed dial and all right. that. And it's like nothing it's, close to your real life. But they no. were feeling it so hard. Yeah, they get to check out and go to this fantasy world, which is fine. Music's supposed to do that. And I'm so glad that we, and I don't use the term we as in that I'm getting any kind of money, but we as in minority, poor, downtrodden, low, 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 super low class, not having a chance, jail, prison, dead kind of people, drug dealing, gang banging type types are getting a check. I'm happy at, at that. But you have to be honest, when you look out in the crowd, it's white people. So right. I'm glad everyone's getting a check that otherwise had no chance or option. And I kind of don't even really like to even to get into the talking about the, the crowd or the audience because you want it to be as big as possible, right? It doesn't matter. Does right. It, right. It doesn't matter. You're still getting, you're getting people to listen to it and you're still getting paid. Yeah. Which, which is a byproduct of the goal. For me, the goal is always to get the music to as many people as possible. Right. The byproduct of that is that 
you're probably going to run into some money along the way if everyone in the world likes you. I don't think there's any musician or creative period that wouldn't feel that same way, right? I mean, like, yeah, you can say you're making something for yourself, but you want people to see you it. You hope people like it, though. Right. Yeah, I mean, no one, no one that we've ever heard of is not doing that. Because anyone you've heard of, anyone playing a gig, anyone recording their own tape or doing their own thing wants someone to like what they did to, to some degree. At first, I, I do think it's true that we do do it for ourselves. That's I make this shit for myself, what I feel good about. And when people like it, it's just a bonus, you know? Right. But back to the rock star thing, right? That's what we started talking about. Okay. It's obvious that it's changed, the definition, right? But why? Like, when did it happen? What caused it to change? What? Why did the Motley Crues and the Nirvanas disappear? Other than just, you know, them getting old. I, yeah, I just think the spirit migrated elsewhere. I think, um, I think who is creating this shit isn't really that interesting. A bunch of stupid kids. I write about it in songs and talk about it, and when I'm around them, you know, I, I I'm not really a judge. I don't judge people, uh, you know, for, for whatever they are, and it's nothing, nothing against anyone personally, but very confusing and if you're asking me it's because that is the ethos that's the new thing i use i use politically correct and i've probably used it so many times i'm starting to annoy myself with it but these kids have their hands tied they're not real you know what i mean I don't know how else to put it. It's that's that's who's making it, and that's also who's curating it, and that's also also who's proliferating right. it. Right. Who's has these magazines? Who are these clickbait journalists? Who are? It's it's a cool contest. It's it's lunch table politics and and things like that, which aren't new. But now, when everyone is a journalist and everyone is everything, it's just kind of smeared all over, and it's kind of diluted. You know what I mean? It's almost like the general public, the people consuming it, don't want to see rock stars anymore. Yeah, it's not cool. Like I said, if you if you trash something, you're an asshole. You're a dickhead. You're egotistical. You're chauvinistic. You're, it's but but there's something primitive and instinctive about that, especially when that's what you came for. All these people in this world didn't come here to. We grew up doing this kind of thing. You think it might be um, like a, because that trash in the hotel room, right? That kind of got big with like the Motley Cruise, right? And do you think the trope just kind of played itself out where it's not cool anymore because it, it's been done before? So by trying to, it goes back to that being true thing, by trying to be a rock star, by trashing a hotel room, which is something you probably wouldn't do anyways, you're not being a rock star. Uh, maybe. I, I I agree to some extent. I've I've trashed a lot of hotel rooms, but I'm not necessarily like 
that kind of person. It's always for you know some type of reason. I wasn't trying to trash a hotel room because I wanted to show people that I was a rock star. It was for different reasons. So just speaking on my own, my own thing or dressing rooms or what have you. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. I kind of wrote about this in the book where, where I say with the bully, with the anti-bullying generation, it doesn't matter who does what. It matters who gets their ass whooped and who's the bully at the end. So, f- for example, I believe it was in Italy. These Italians kept coming into our, our dressing room, the people that worked at the, at the show, to try to steal things. We know they were trying to steal things because we, we set it up to where we could see. So, um, you know, about five or six times, they had kind of maneuvered, and they were, they were, you know, backstage, people that worked at the venue, stagehands, whatever. They were maneuvering in a certain way where, you know, I was already heightened in, and I already knew, and there was even strange things like disabled elevator lifts and things like that, you know, to where you were having to walk. And this was an arena tour, you know, you had to walk a mile to okay. get around here or there. And then all of a sudden someone's in the dressing room. Oh, where am I? So, you know, I start a fight with these fuckers, right? But, you know, then I'm getting, I'm getting called into the production office like, yo, you know, what, why is there a, a scene being caused? And I'm not, I'm not saying it to, I don't care or defend myself or say, oh, poor me, you know what I mean? I'm not, but my point is, it didn't matter what they were doing. It mattered that there was a little bit of ripple caused, a little wave caused on the big production. But maybe someone's money check might, might be, money train might slow up. You know what I mean? That's what it comes. That's what it came down to. Well, what's ironic is that if you wouldn't have done anything and they would have stole your stuff, you would have been one of those bands posting on social media about how all your stuff got stolen and you're asking for donations. And that's the victim mentality. Right. And everyone loved. Everyone is perfectly okay with that. Everyone's perfectly okay with sharing a post about how someone got robbed and oh, I can't go help them out. If you if it's victimhood you're talking about, one hundred percent. That's what that's what life is about these days. How are you a victim? How are you speaking your truth? How were you taken advantage of? How were you oppressed? And it's all bullshit, you know? So that type of stuff is okay. Letting people behind the curtain to see all the strings and everything, that's okay. All that's okay. But doing something about it's not, you know what I mean? Right. And it's weird. It's fishy. <laughs> Do you think that there's anyone in the metal or hardcore or rock scene from the last 10 years, say, that's doing rock star status things that, that's on your radar? Uh, it's a hard question because I don't know anyone. Right. Like you said, uh, we personally, don't really I, listen I, to that type I, of music. I know you, and I could tell someone if you're consistently true to what you you know you're saying i'm a rock star man i get it that's exactly right so but you know others i don't really know too well not because i'm cool i don't think i'm cool i just kind of stay i don't really like the i don't like fake relationships i don't like niceties you know i i like real ones i so if i can't take time to cultivate one i just would rather not know you I don't really like that your band's name's in my mind. I don't really like to know you. It just takes up space, and it's it's so exhaustive. 
touching on what I said earlier about being in a band. It's exhausting. There's so many moving parts, and maybe I'm just sensitive to that type of stimulus, you know? But I really don't want to know people. I don't want to... If I'm talking, and like we're talking right now, this is how I like to talk. In depth. Otherwise, don't talk to me, because, hi, how you doing and stuff, I just... It doesn't go. So even checking people out and, and shit, I just don't. I don't give a fuck. I don't know why. I think because a lot of it is because I'm not even necessarily, I don't even necessarily have my feet where I want them to be. So I'm not going to stop and be about what you're doing. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care. I don't really care what anyone's doing. I'm trying to get my head wrapped around myself. Right. So it takes a lot of energy too. Take my number down. Da, da, da. I don't do the phone calls. I don't do the texting, talking, yeehaw, and all that <laughs> shit. That shit is all. I just don't care. If you don't have something going on, and especially if I don't resonate with you, anyone that I have a relationship with, I've resonated with. Right. I have a res. Something happened. There was some type of catalyst. Some type of scenario was set up to where I was signaled that you should know this person. You know what I mean? Anyone else is just, no offense, but it ain't just in your time. What about um, as like a fan in the hip-hop world? Is there anyone that you've like, just on, on like a fan level, like people, rappers doing hip, uh, doing rock star stuff? Anything anything that's jumped out at you? Or is it all just like, like the we said, there's rock stars don't exist anymore, so. No, no, there's, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of people that are just for real. The, the most fun tour that we had was on the Tech Nine tour. We, I mean, Tech Nine and Zeus and Mercy. Okay. The Schlubby and shit. The, it felt the most at home, which is strange to say. And then, then we ever felt on a, on a tour. But that whole thing, te- Tech's whole universe is just going. That dude's got shit figured out beyond what the illusion might be might be and Zeus actually he's the one that told me to even rap on the tour he could just tell if you rap you people will like you you know not that he's Jamaican so he says shit like that (laughs) you know what I mean It, it wasn't necessarily what I was going for but he said you know we hung out every day talk every day he on the road you, you know he has friends coming out to shows we have friends coming out to shows they're telling stories he's he's looking at us like damn this this ain't really what it seems i'm you know get to know whatever and become close with this person over the few months um stuff like that you know that was a, a real thing that happened organically and and i really I thought he was good since the very first the very first show. I didn't never hear heard of him. First thing I heard was when a beat started and he started walking on stage and I was like, This dude is fucking dope. Was he playing right before you guys or like right yeah, after every you guys? night every okay. right before us? So so when he was walking on pl- pl- playing, you know, this song called Tell Him About It or something. Tell me about it. I was like, Man, this dude someone is sleeping on this dude. Because he is good. And he told he said, Yo, I can't do his accent, so I'm not gonna try, but <laughs> I can't 
can't understand the shit you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, no one can understand you if, if we could actually understand Cause you. Because you're then. screaming and stuff? Yeah. If, 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 if they could actually understand you, then they would be fucking with you. <laughs> and I just thought it was funny. It's just like, you need to rap. He texts me every week. You need to rap. You need to take this shit seriously. I see you fucking around. You put out your little projects. Yeah, you ain't put one out in three months. You know what I'm saying? You get, you're not taking this shit seriously. You got to put out more and more and more and more. And so him... Yeah. Is that how we ended up on the, the Vendetta song? Just because you guys were just such boys and it was, it was just yeah, like, man. let's do something together real yeah. quick. Yeah. On the tour. Like, let's do a, a thing. One of a uh, dude that was living in Greg on the road. Another dude, dude that I considered a friend. Rockstar status. Rockstar status. He. Like, yeah, I'm going to get this dude in the studio and we're going to do this. Because we, we came out with the tape on the tour. Okay. And Was that uh, before you did the tour, the hip-hop tour, did you know you were going to put a tape out? Or yeah, most of it was done. Okay. Most of it was done already. But... That's kind of good timing then, right? It was kind of, yeah, yeah. Kind of, but just like with the King, like most things... It really don't mean anything. It was a free mixtape. Right. Like, we spend a shitload of money on it and give it away for free. It's in a, it's in a sleeve that doesn't even cost $1. So, we do that with everything. Everything is free. And you always make your artifacts, you know, your, your physical things because people like to collect those things. Right. Or, or some people still listen to them, too. I mean, I, I do, but... It was it was it was just a free disc, five, six, seven songs or whatever. It was good. Yeah, but that vendetta, that okay. Let me just give you a little insider information. The vendettas was my shit. That was Yavit. That was Yavit's okay. album. It started as it yeah, as a Yavit positively. Song. That was one hundred percent my shit, and. And Random's like, no, nah, this is going on the album. I'd just be listening to him because I don't get, feel like arguing. I don't give a fuck. It might have to be a discussion for another another podcast, but it seems like people don't pick up on the fact that the hip-hop is so ingrained in all of King's music. Like, you, like that was a, a hip-hop song. That is a hip-hop song. It still is. Yeah, we, put, uh, we, we, we had Twerk play the drums on it. Just to put and a little then, metal spin on it. But. Yeah, and then we... It, and we then we put the guitar on it, and I say we put the guitar on it. Beal did not play on the record, period. So to make it more King, right. you know what I mean? We did that with a bunch of things, and we might want to wait to talk about it some other time. Like I said, another podcast. There was a lot of there's a lot of material that I was putting back for my own album, like Four Fists, like What's Gotten Into Me, like Sing Me to Sleep, all on the new one on the Suicide King. Those were all my shits. Random was just liking them, and he's like, "I think it'll be good on here. <laughs> I think I, you know, I want to put it on here." And and I don't, I don't really care. I don't get caught up in all the stupid details. I, I make a song, I make a good ass song, and I feel good about it, regardless if it lands in the trash on someone's burn disc on a record on a thing. It's gonna be good. I don't. If I'm making it, it's gonna be good. So I don't really care. And he thought they were good. And he's like, yo, your Yavit shit, yeah, that's cool, but that ain't popular. Ain't no one going to hear this <laughs> shit if you put your put that song on, on your little mic, your little free EPs you be giving out. No one likes that shit. No one even listens to you. 
we need this shit on King Records so people can really appreciate the song. And I'm like, people ain't fucking with it because you keep taking my hot shit and put it in right. King albums. Nah, I don't really care. I don't care where it goes. That's not the point. The point is just to put it out. It's, it doesn't matter to me where where it really goes. I don't, I'm not one of those people that care about the details. Well, let me ask you, might be a tough question. Make you really think about yourself critically after all this talking we've done. Are you a rock star? If someone asks me if I'm a rock star, <laughs> I say no. But if by us sitting here talking, you already know I'm 100% both feet in there. <laughs> the only reason I say that is because people don't know everything we just talked about is not established in everyone's mind. Right. So when they ask you a question, you kind of have to ask them, what do you mean by that? Before I answer. But if we're talking, we know what the fuck that means. Right. And I'm all the way in there. I don't even have any inhibition. I don't have any... I don't have anyone to answer to, you know what I mean? And I don't, not saying anything against anyone else, but no one writes my checks. I, there's no check. I'm not a slave to anything, which is why we don't play shows for two years. Don't We just do whatever we want. We, we don't have any masters. Everyone else has a master. Everyone else has a mortgage and a car. They have to pay it. They have to be on the road. They have to put out an album right now. They have to do all these things, but we don't have to do anything. You can tell by the shit that we do. It's all bullshit. Doing some rap, doing a porno music video, doing all this shit. What is, this is not a good business model. Right. Someone don't sit you down. <laughs> That's what I don't get by these motherfuckers that say shit. Like, yeah, you know, before they, before they went mainstream, whatever. I was like, I made a porno. You don't even know a band that's made a porno, ever. 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 And who do you think paid for that shit? And guess how much money it made us? Nothing. You think YouTube You're views not getting you the money? porn hub check. What do you right, what do you think <laughs> YouTube views make? Oh, yeah, it ain't even YouTube, right? Because it ain't even on YouTube. That's on the See, porn it shows hub. you how much I fucking know. It didn't even enter my mind. Am I, am I, you know, I'd be on there thinking, you know, what do I want to do? I want to make a porno. That's what that's what I'd be thinking with music videos. I think what do I want to be doing already that would probably be worth filming because it would be fun. Or like and the, uh, we filmed the Heartbeats video on 8mm. Right, again, just three a grand worth of film. kind of dumb thing to do, but it was pretty cool. We think at least. Right, we think that shit's cool. So anyone thinking we're doing anything for any reason is out of their fucking mind, especially when we put three or four minutes worth of just acting out a scene before the song. So no one even watched it up on the YouTube. Right, they were mad because they had to, they couldn't just play the song right away. Right. So Lee's common denominator really does not apply to anything with this. You know what I mean? And we don't have, you know, you know, we're independent. We used to, we used to be on the label and things, but wasn't no one paying for none of that shit? No one was paying for three grand worth of tungsten film. No one was, no one was doing any of that. As far as like making a porno, who the fuck would be like, oh, you guys want to make a porno? Here's some money. Let alone like the time investment, right? Like, it's easy to make a standard music video, right? I'm sure there was some logistical hoops you had to jump through to make a porno. Something like that's not something like you said. No one's ever done that. So how do right. you even go about starting that? How do you go about hiring porno actors? Oh man, you know I what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you don't that's have to get into podcast, it. It's a hypothetical, man. but that's a. But I would have to say, yeah, I. Uh, 
You're a rock star. I'm I'm all in, man. And it's mainly because I don't have anyone to answer to. I don't have, I don't have no wife. No, no, my kids ain't gonna be ashamed of no song. I don't have to go to the family gathering. I don't have to. I don't have any of that shit going on. Right. All my friends are reprobates, losers, bums, junkies, drug dealers, incarcerated, dead. Those are the only people I know. Other than that, it's no one's checking for me. No one's. I don't have any endorsements. I don't have anything going on to where someone's paying me anything. So it's 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 very easy for me to say whatever I want. There's no one. I don't think people understand that. I don't think people get that. I guess uh, on the on the things that they see, they they aren't able to tell that it's all kind of crony capitalism. It's all kind of rubbing elbows and scratching backs and trading favors and politicking type of things. Right. You know? And not the politicking we're talking. Not about. the politicking like we're doing. We're, what I what I mean is, uh, you know, no one. No one gives me good advice, and and if they did, I just don't listen to it, which is probably to my own detriment, but my own cross to bear, you know. So, what's the uh, the next bad business move coming from King or coming from Yavid? The next bad business move I'll create. That you can talk about at least. Yeah, I was um, this. This is the another podcast. This is another sit down for a few hours and do something that to cost nothing besides us and and for, for people to listen. Um, so filming that million dollars video, it feels like it cost a million dollars or to took a million. That's why year. it's called a million dollars. Exactly. Um, putting together more KTV stuff. We're working on a Yavid record, but I I think I'm gonna wait a couple months for it because. I'm just juggling too many things, I guess. Making more videos and more songs, more free shit for people that, to yeah, say that we're selling out by doing. Yeah, yeah. So, just doing more things, and yeah, I don't know. Just keeping busy with that. I don't have a my shit really ain't outlined, as you already know. I don't have a damn your day by Blackberry day planner. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, when shit's done. And, well, I, I, I know uh, that's just kind of how you operate, right? You kind of have to be in the mood. Like, the reason we're doing this is because you texted me two hours ago and said, let's do it now. Yeah, because once that, once that ship sails, man, that motherfucker ain't coming back. <laughs> right. It's really just with anything. You could shoot the video tomorrow at 7 a.m. maybe right. for a million. But you could shoot it next month, though. You got to get that spirit, man. That spirit don't don't come easy when you have to, you know, exercise that demon to get that shit started. What about that Midwest Monsters re-release I've been hearing about? Oh, yeah, we're putting that up on the stream for people to listen to because I was tired of hearing shitty-ass YouTube recordings of it. And, and, you know, we only printed so many. We'd be charging so much for them because there's only a thousand. But if you were around back then, you got it for free. It right. was a free disc. Any when you went to our show, you got that for free. And and I don't even care if anyone wants it or values it. But it's set to like an algorithm. The less there is, the more it's is. It's demand. just any right, right. It's basic economics that you morons can't understand. But it's free on YouTube. It's free on Spotify. Right. 
is coming out. It's like a collector's item, right? To have it at this yeah. point. It's just a, it's just an item. It's really there's a lot of errors in it. It's a lot of errors in the book. There's a it's a time capsule. Because if if you had it, that means kind of like you were around for it, right? Yeah. I mean, you could you could have bought it. But now that you ain't around, then go, get fucked. You're gonna have to get taxed for right. it. I ain't ashamed of that. What the hell? You, you know what I mean? It you is know, a you piece know, of I history. I don't even want to tell you what I did to get the thousand dollars or whatever that hell that it took to to, to make the albums, uh, to make the to make the CDs. Another maybe another podcast. It could be another one, man. This one is. This one's getting to be a little too long, so I think we might just check off. But we'll have some more, right? We'll we'll probably get some more things to talk about. Rockstar status.